Welcome to the Insecurity Project Podcast. Most people think the best you can do with insecurity is mask it, manage it, or medicate. I'm convinced this is a problem that can be solved for good, and that's what this show is all about. Join me for weekly 10-minute Tuesday episodes, live coaching demonstrations, and world-class interviews on the subject of overcoming insecurity. Now on to today's show. Friends, now look, you won't believe it, but I have submitted my manuscript for the Leverage book a full two weeks early. I know, I was being very dramatic about it a little while ago, that it didn't make any sense and I didn't know how to do it and it was too hard, but turns out it's all going to be okay. The publisher has accepted it and we're on to the next part of the process. So look, that's exciting and it's off my plate at the moment, which means I can focus on building this app. I've got my first 10 trial users at the moment just ironing out the kinks in it and it's super exciting what's possible here because look, you know, all you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works. I've devoted my life to thinking about insecurity as a solvable problem, but up until now, the only way I've been able to serve people is one-on-one. Now, that means there's a limit of my time and availability in my calendar around how often I can do that. This app changes the game because it means you can have me in your pocket. You can have bring some intensity and focus to solving this opinion problem so that you can actually eradicate insecurity from your life for good. So this app is going to change the game in terms of what's possible and very excited. So we're not far away from a launch date for that. Now, on to today's episode, being a good human being. When I think about the music that plays inside me and I try and understand what that music is like or the melody of that music, it is always about being a good human being. First and foremost, that I, Jamin Fraser, would show up as a good human being. And then out of the overflow of that, everything that I say and do and speak and contribute would help others understand the nuance of how to be a good human being themselves. So there are five things when I think about this idea of being a good human being, which surely must be each of our goal to not squander the gift we've each been given, but to actually do well at being human, not to descend into some kind of animalistic behavior or not to try and escape our humanity into some esoteric spirituality that's not connected to reality. So when I think about humanity and being a good human, there are five key components of what I think come together to get the job done. Uh, the first, and these are in no particular order, the first is to be objective. Now that's a little bit difficult because we are subjective creatures by nature. We come to the world as sense-making creatures. We filter our experience through our senses and then we make sense of it. So everything we experience is subjective. It's not actually happening out there. It's happening to us and we are understanding that and we are telling stories around that. We live out of a map. We, we don't actually get to see the territory. We just represent the territory. So this idea of being objective is very central to being a good human being because if you remain subjective, you'll think your version is the only version and you'll also think that it's not true, that it's not a map, it is true, it is actual reality. And so you'll get hemmed in by whatever your filters reveal to you is actually going on even though you are unaware that you are deleting and distorting generalizing the vast majority of information and data available to you in any one moment 
Dr. Robert Keegan, Chair of Human Behaviour at Harvard, says the subject-object switch is the thing that accelerates human growth more than anything else. For this very reason, as humans, we have the capacity to think about our thinking, to get outside of our own map and look back in and observe it and analyse it and improve it. So when you are an objective person, you understand that all we have is story, which means you take your story a little less seriously. (laughs) And you understand that you're probably wrong about most things you think, which means you settle down, you're more humble, you're more respectful, you're more relaxed about your version of events, your version of the world. Uh, it, it genuinely softens you as a human being and it makes you much more pleasant to be around you and it gives you so much more choice as to what you're going to do with your life. The second thing that makes you a great human being, which makes anyone a good human being, is to be ambitious. And that is to utilize this core element of human experience, which is desire. To desire is human. Most people have shut this down, by the way. You've heard me say that a thousand times. I would say less than 5% of the world's population are still ambitious in a pure sense of the word. They are trying to improve themselves. They are reaching for something noble. They have set their sights on something glorious, on something worthwhile, on something meaningful. They have a compelling life vision. They are trying to do their best. They are organizing themselves towards something of value and purpose. That definitely adds to the quality of your human life and your ability to contribute meaningfully out of that. If you've given up, if you've settled, if you are surviving, if you are half arsing, if you are not doing your best, that all detracts from your ability to be a good human being. Third is you've got to be secure. No surprise, that makes the list. If you are a secure human being, you show up with nothing to prove and nothing to defend. If you are insecure, you show up with everything to prove and everything to defend, which means there's an edge to everything you do. There is an agenda. There is a game. There is a a charade. You are hiding in some way so that you don't get found out and these fears you have about being inadequate get exposed. Whereas the secure individual shows up already convinced that they are good, they are adequate, they are worthwhile, and they live out of the overflow of that. So when you get a secure human being showing up, you get a loving human being showing up, simply because to be secure requires a great level of deep love and acceptance toward yourself. And so you show up out of the overflow of that. If you know how to love yourself, if you have a loving relationship with yourself, well, you then understand the nuance of how to have a loving relationship with others. That's good. That is that is a good human being. They are they are able to love. They are not operating from a deficit, whereas where you are insecure, you come needy and desperate for love, unconvinced you are even worth it. So even when it shows up in your life, you can't receive it. Security is a central component to being a good human. Fourth, uh, good humans are pragmatic. I, I honestly think good humans organize ideas in a hierarchy of what works best. They are not governed by tradition, by religion, by ideology, um, by what's happened before, what others want. They are governed by what works best, which which is an extraordinary trait to have because it means they're able to hold things tightly and loosely at the same time. If they are ambitious to do good and they are secure in who they are and they are keen to find out what works best, well, then if someone shows them a better way, 
they are able to accept that better way. They are able to accept wisdom when they find it. They don't have to prove that their way is better. If another way is better, well, they'll jettison their old way and accept a new way because it's better. They are open. They are receptive. They are they are humble. They are teachable. That's They are all central components to being a good human being. Otherwise, people show up closed and sure. They hang on to things that make no logical sense, that cause them to be irrational, that cause them to be emotional, that cause them to lose their intelligence and not be able to think things through. They hang on to what's happened in the past or beliefs that govern them. They tie their identity to their belief structure and are very rigid. Being pragmatic means you are very flexible uh, you are you are agile. You are able to improve quickly, and I think that makes you a wonderful human being in in association with the other five. And and finally, I'm convinced that good human beings are kind. Kindness covers a multitude of sins. Tell me that's not true. If you see a character, a, a dark character, or a, or a bad character, or a, a malicious character, or a character that's unformed, or got a bunch of character def- deficiencies, you see this in a movie, and yet they are kind under pressure, you like them. I promise you, you do. Kindness covers a multitude of sins. It doesn't justify bad behavior, and obviously there's work to do in every other area of your life, but if you are kind, if you show up with kind eyes, if there is a softness to you, if there is a genuine care and concern for those around you, that is an extraordinary trait. We are all healed by that. We all love that. That That is an extraordinary gift to bring to the, the earth. Even if you have no other quality, if kindness is who you are, if kindness flows from your heart, then then welcome you are you are a good human being and you are inspiring the rest of us to be good human beings as well i hope that's given you some way of organizing your thinking about the journey you're on towards being a good human being and and the importance of actually being a good human being rather than trying to escape your humanity or to kill your humanity or to to leave it and find some spiritual existence instead uh, spirituality is central to our experience, but you've got to include your humanity first. You have to work out how to be a good human before you can work at how to be spiritual. That order is very important. Hope that's been useful. I'll leave it there and talk to you again next week. You've been listening to the Insecurity Project podcast. All you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works. If this is your year to be insecurity free, Jump on the insecurityproject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity.